Tonight's Unified Bank profile has some great connections. A former Wheeling Nailers player. He's now the head coach of the Greenville Swamp Rabbits, Andrew Lord. Lordo, it's so great to chat with you. How great is it to be back in the ECHL, a league that you had great success in as a player? Yeah, thanks for having me on, DJ. It's uh, it's it's crazy, to be honest. It's come full circle. It's been a lot of years um, seeing Wheeling and uh, you know Billy roll into our arena earlier today. It's nuts. It's a blast, blast from the past. And you know, very fond memories of my two and a half years, almost three years in Wheeling there. And I was just a guy that you know was able to somehow stick with a pro team and then somehow make it up to the A. But just love my time. We're just so I'm so thankful we playing pro hockey. And then now to be ten years on or whatever it is, even longer is something else. And uh, I'm very fortunate to be where I am and also to be playing not only coaching a team but just actually playing here you know going ahead unlike so many other teams and leagues in this current environment you mentioned the wheeling stop which was the first one in your pro career what did your time in wheeling mean to you and how important was it for you you hit it off extremely well with the fans so to start making those connections to start your pro career it was great. Yeah, I loved it. Uh, you know, great uh, small town feel. The West Banco, uh, it was, you know, it'd it get going there. We had a pretty good team out of the gates, too. Um, I remember being a healthy scratch a couple times, and uh, I think, you know, we had some studs. We had a bunch of guys get called up uh, within a couple months there, and, you know, which was helpful for myself. But, you know, really just great, great group of guys. Uh, I remember, you know, Pittsburgh and Wilkes Bar there being incredible. Um, you know, Jason Botterill, even uh, from a affiliate perspective, you know, they, they ran things the right way. And it was it was a great setup. I felt very fortunate to be there. And um, that rink was was fun, uh, noisy, good energy. And yeah, there, there's a lot of a lot of memories singing back on it now. One of those memories had to be from your last year, which was a Game 7 overtime victory in the building that you're currently coaching. Have people in Greenville left that alone? Have you mentioned that at all? Yeah, that's a weird one in itself. Um, that was a fun – I think it was double overtime, wasn't it? Chris Kushnerik. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a huge win. Um, I had just come back uh, from Oklahoma City for that – that playoff run there and that was that was pretty cool to join up with the boys and see what they were doing and then you know make it uh, make it pretty deep in that playoffs uh but yeah that is that is a kind of a, a weird coincidence uh be, beating my new team now uh with, with wheeling uh, way back then after playing in wheeling you went over to europe finished up your playing career and then transitioned into a coach what made you decide that it was the right time to go into coaching and you've obviously had a lot of great success in that capacity thanks yeah it's uh been great i mean i love it i've always been a student of the game you know needed to put in the extra time the extra work needed to to study and and learn on a daily basis to kind of push my career to as high of a level as i could push it uh and i think you know when you're that type of player you learn a lot along the way and I think ultimately that, you know, leads into, you know, some potential for coaching. I got really lucky when I was um, in Oklahoma City or unlucky. I had a a bad injury where I missed the entire season. But uh, the coaches there, uh, including Todd Nelson, Rocky Thompson, Jerry Fleming, were great to me. They allowed me to just kind of be a fly on the wall and, and, you know, learn a little bit. I actually got to do quite a bit behind the scenes, which was a great great experience. And right then I knew 
when that happened, I knew I wanted to coach. And then fast forward a couple of years later in Europe, uh, the career was winding down and an opportunity presented itself. And uh, it was great. Very fortunate to get that chance in Cardiff. And uh, now we're seven years on and, uh, no, I guess I'm getting a little bit, a little bit old now as a coach. So, uh, all in all, love it. Very fortunate. Great to be back in North America as well. Yeah, your first coaching opportunity in North America, but a very unique way to get here. So, what was it like moving across an ocean in a pandemic? <laughs> it's been something else, to be honest. It was. Uh, it took me a while. I couldn't actually fly straight from the UK to the US. Being a Canadian, you need. Only uh, citizens were allowed straight back in, so I needed to go to uh, Canada, which was okay. Vancouver's uh, my hometown, so I went to Vancouver, quarantined in a basement uh, at my parents' next-door neighbor's place. I uh, saw my parents in the backyard. Luckily, the weather was nice, so kept them at a distance, um, and then uh, got down here eventually. It, it was wild. It was probably a good six, seven weeks from the time I got hired to the time I actually made it to Greenville. I guess from my side, it was a little fortunate in a way that the season started when it did. It gave a, it gave a little more time from a recruiting aspect and, and to get ourselves up and running here. In terms of building your team, you have some flavor that you're very familiar with, players that you had in Europe, like Joey Haddad, a teammate that you had here in Wheeling. You also have some players who you got from your affiliate, the Florida Panthers, and then some ECHL guys new to bring in. What was your approach and how did you bring this all together? Yeah, it was definitely the, the most wild off-season I've had recruiting-wise in the six or seven off-seasons now. Uh, it was just so long. Um, there was different waves of the market. You know, every time a league would fold or suspend or teams in this league as well, um, you know, suspending play to the following year, every week it, it changed, it ebbed and flowed. And I think we did a pretty good job of feeling that out and working through that. Yeah, but uh, I mean, this, this market's pretty wild right now it's still still kind of going nuts overall big into character big into culture and that's definitely where we started uh and i think we have some great i think our, you know almost to a man or to a man we have a great group guys that want to play for each other uh very close-knit group already this early in the season and i think that bodes well for us uh you know going forward so definitely started with that uh and then you know from there you're you're obviously trying to fill out your roster with uh, your certain needs but um very happy with the with the culture and the character component uh, right now. Sometimes teams tend to take on the personality of their head coach, which for you would mean that you were going to put points up on the board. You were also not going to back down from anybody and play with your heart on your sleeve every night. Are those some of the qualities that you look at, or is there a certain style of an Andrew Lord coach team? I mean, I think you need all sorts of players in 2020. Uh, you need your skill guys. You need your you know power forwards. You need your shut down defenseman. I do believe it it looks a lot different than when I played. You know, the style's different. It's 2020, concussion awareness, fighting's gone way down. It's been huge adjustments in the game of hockey. The speed's gone way up obviously. Um and I, you know, I'd like to think as a, a younger coach, I've uh definitely, you know, gone with the times. Um that being said, again, I think that culture, that com that care for your teammate, that will to win that want to do things the right way on a daily basis, all those things, uh, you know, are paramount, which I'm sure a lot of coaches, uh, you know, believe in that. Um, and, you know, we, we're definitely trying to instill that in, in our guys. And, and we, ha we have a lot of that already with our, with our group. 
You mentioned at the beginning you got to see Billy. You get to see the Nailers at your arena on Wednesday night. But what would it mean for you if you get a chance to see Wheeling as a road game on your schedule and get a chance to come here for the first time in 10 years? It'd be great. Yeah, it looks awesome on the fi- on the film there. It looks, uh, you know, you guys have upgraded it a lot. The arena looks much uh, newer and fresh, the seating and all that. Heard there's new apartments now too. I'd love to see the the downtown again. So uh, it'd be it'd be very cool to get back there. It's been a long time. Met so many great people. Some people I'm still in contact with. It was it was really a special time. And again, just couldn't be more uh, thankful and feel more fortunate for my my couple of years there as just a young guy uh, trying to make it in a you know in a tough professional hockey world there. So it'd be it'd be great to get back and uh, yeah bring back a lot of memories. I know the fans appreciated what you did for them in Wheeling, and I know that they were all looking forward to hearing you today. So, Lordo, I really appreciate all the time that you gave me. This was a lot of fun. It was. We'll do it again soon, man. Appreciate it. Andrew Lord, the head coach of the Greenville Swamp Rabbits, a former Wheeling Nailer on our Unified Bank profile. The intermission coverage continues next on the Nailers Broadcast Network, presented by Main Street Bank.